welcome to it. It is Friday. Bill O'Reilly is up next. The Glenn Beck Program. There really is nothing. Nothing you can't cook on a Rectech. <laughs> nothing at all. With its smart grill technology, it basically does all of the work for you. Yes. This Halloween weekend, do you have a Rectech? Because you can cook anything on a Rectech. You just monitor on your app and everything gets done to perfection. Take my friend Bill O'Reilly, for example. I've been thinking lately of having him for dinner. I, I mean, having him over for dinner. Yes, I can just picture it now. Delicious red meat cooked up exactly how I like it. The only thing missing on a Rectech is a rotisserie, Bill. <laughs> you might say it's a no-spin grill. <laughs> okay, anyway, if you haven't checked out a Rectech today, you need one. <laughs> Holidays are coming up like this weekend. Check out Rectech today. You know you want to. Follow up Rectech on uh, social media. Sign up for their newsletter. Check them out. A, B, compare them. There is nothing Nothing that compares to a Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q. Rectech with a Q at the end. Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. And now, the scariest hour on radio. The one, the only. Bill O'Reilly. Hello, Crypt Keeper. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, how are you? Um, I just got up. Got off the phone with Tonto, Long Lone Ranger's uh, yeah. pal. Yeah, really. And, and he, you know, he said, "Look, I want kids to go trick or treating, dress as me." <laughs> Holy right? cow! And, yeah, wow. Yeah, Tonto is not uh, offended. He was. He's not marginalized. He's not woke. Mm-hmm. He gets enough sleep, but mm-hmm. he's not woke. Hmm. And he just said, "Look, if the urchins want to run around dressed as me, chemo sabi, I'm uh, I'm down with it." Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's that's that was uh, my morning. I yeah. would love to see your neighborhood uh, all behind bars, Bill. Yeah, how's that, <laughs> uh, Bill? What is the uh, big story yeah. of the week? I think the failure of Joe Biden to uh, command respect in his own party. I think that's pretty huge. Um, So usually when you're a president, you understand how far you can go in getting your stuff done, your policies done, new laws passed. But Joe Biden doesn't have a clue. And to me, I mean, I'm watching this yesterday. You got Pelosi, who is one of the most vicious House speakers in history. And, you know, she basically says to uh, Democrats in the House, hey, if you don't vote the way I want you to, you're not going to get a blank and penny when you run every two years. So the party's not going to give you any money. Mm-hmm. That strangles um, candidates. So she gets pretty much what she wants to get. But here, she couldn't get the uh, Democrats to vote for anything. They just wouldn't vote. And Biden goes out on national television. I thought he was going to cry. I thought Joe was going to like, come on, <laughs> come on at me. Got nothing. 
and now he whips over and he's uh, with the Pope. I think that's done. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, he's with, meeting with the yeah. Italian Prime Minister now, and then he'll meet with. Yeah, the that French. must be exciting. You know, meeting yeah. with the Italian Prime Minister. Oh yeah. Um, but there's no been any reportage on the Pope, right? Did you see anything? No, I haven't heard anything. I know that the, they were going to carry it live. The Pope was, I don't know, on Pope TV or whatever. They were going to carry it live, and then the Pope decided not to for some reason. Yeah, that was the Pope's on The Voice. So they were going to tape a show. <laughs> the Pope. Yeah, really? <laughs> Singing Ave Maria. Yeah, right. And, uh, you yeah. know, and you can't really boot the Pope off. That's no, no. Yeah, so so I, I don't think they wanted to have Biden on The Voice. But, you know, Catholics and other Christians who are um, against abortion, they want the Pope to come out and scorch Biden and scorch Nancy Pelosi, but he's never in a million years going to do that because he sees that as pastoral duty, what they call pastoral duty, which is private. But I, I was shocked. I ran a soundbite on Nosebin News last night where Joe Biden actually said that he doesn't believe life begins at conception. He doesn't believe that. So that means you can't be a Roman Catholic. You can't. That would be like saying uh, if you're um, a Muslim, you know, I don't think Muhammad's a prophet. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, he, he was just some guy on a camel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, if you don't believe that, you can't be a Muslim. It's the same thing. And, and this is how clueless Mr. Biden is. I mean, he just says, no, I, I don't believe life uh, begins at conception. And you look at him and go, do you not understand the Catholic theology is based on that yeah, but they're, God but, but their religion life and you don't destroy it? Their religion in Washington, D.C. is pick and choose whatever works for you today. Whatever. I mean, maybe maybe so. But aren't you surprised? as just an analyst of the news, that a guy who has used his religion in his political campaigns, and everyone knows he goes to church and that he's a loyal Roman Catholic, come out and say, I don't believe in a central tenet of my church. And it gets no coverage. Nothing. Nobody says a word because you're right. In Washington, D.C., all religion is a side show. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and and the commentators and the media people—they're all heathens. You know that. <laughs> while we're, you know, while we're while we're on this uh, religion yeah. thing, uh, Bill, the religious exemptions uh, for the Navy apparently they haven't given one, and uh, there's breaking news today that the chaplain who you have to go to for a religious exemption—they're now asking well how does that make sense with this tenant of your religion and how come you can take this vaccine but not this vaccine they're making you uh they're they're making you prove to them your religion they're they're questioning your faith and if it doesn't make sense then you don't get it uh, i mean since when well, is that like happening? being a conscientious objector though so i see the point of the navy and the military here um you can't just stroll on in there because you're afraid to get vax and that's wait 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 wait. but i i have a right i mean we we talked about this earlier today when they say uh you know uh confess or admit your uh privilege 
I do all the time. Every morning when I say my prayers, I, I acknowledge my privilege to my God because God gave me everything, everything. And God gave okay, me freedom. Hang on, hang on, hang on. God gave all me right. freedom of choice. And I believe that I am being forced to bow down in front of a false God and do what this false God is telling me what to do. And okay. I, I religiously object but, to but it. Here's why you're never going to get anywhere with that. Because the religious exemption in the military is based on theology. So when you have the Pope come out and say, hey, everybody should get vaxxed, that wipes out all the Catholic exemptions right there. And so the they're not going to go and evaluate your request for an exemption from the vax based on your personal philosophy that's not happening okay so then why can't i into a religion and an organized religion and say as muhammad ali did and that's why he won that appeal in the supreme court right okay my religion islam says i can't do harm to people i don't know or however they phrased it yeah so why can't I then say, for instance, my church uh, has what's called the proclamation of the family, and it specifically says genders are preordained. OK, so you're born a boy, you're born a girl. You don't change that. Um, right. And man and a woman uh, is is they have sacred roles and sacred identities. Why can't I then have on religious or could I in if I went to the army and they're trying to jam all this stuff down my throat that I have to, you know, accept all of this and say all this. Look, I don't have a problem if you want to believe that, but I'm not going to I'm not going to lend my voice to something I think is is wrong, according to my religion. Yeah, they would they, if they did anything, the military did anything. All right, to try to force you out of the belief that when you're born a man, that's how you die. When you're born a woman, that's how you die. If they tried to force you out of that by you saying, okay, Glenn Beck, you have to do a speech that says trans people are the greatest people, then you could sue them and win everything. But you can't do that. All right. But in a, in a personal philosophical way, and that's what most of the anti-vaxxers are. I don't want to take the vax for and, and I'm not going to tell you why I don't want to do it. You can't force me to do it. Well, the courts have all ruled that, yes, the government can force you. Where? Where? How, Bill? How can in 1913? There was a big ruling. It still stands. Now, these cases are winding their way up to the Supreme Court, and I do believe some COVID cases will be hurt. But I still believe that the court will come down and say, if there is a threat to public safety, the government has a right to mandate vaccinations because we have polio, we have measles, we have all of this precedent, okay? And we're, you know, the COVID pandemic was bad enough with all the deaths and all hospitalizations that I, it is a legitimate public safety threat. That's how I think it would go down. Okay, so there are two countries now. Um, More, you know, I've heard people say, there are two Americas. There really are two Americas now. No doubt about it. Um, And No doubt about it. And part part of that second America 
has truly become a second class citizen. You can't have a job. You won't be able to work if you don't get a vaccine because no company will hire you. And it's not that these companies are all for it. These companies are doing it out of fear of the government. So how do you take 10 percent of the population and say no job for you? And expect well, that to happening right work. now. It's happening even as we speak where I am. I know. I know. So in, in New York City, they're going to lose 25% of the cops and about 18% of the firefighters. What does the that city, What does that do to the city? And I mean, there's a, not a greater group of people that deserve that. Who, who are the happiest people in the world today? The gangs who can go out and, and commit crimes. Correct. Look, they can commit crimes now at will anyway. But it's... It's 50% easier to do it today and over the Halloween weekend. So, look, I'm sympathetic to the fascist element of this. I understand how this tears apart a society, okay, even though I am a person who believes that vaccinations are good. So, so do I. Okay, but I understand so that. What? So do I. Yeah, I know you do. I know. So, but I understand, and I wouldn't have mandated the cops and the firefighters, so-called essential workers, get the vax in New York City. I would have said, if you don't get vaccinated, you have to then obey a certain set of rules we're going to set up just for you. That means you have to wear a mask all the time, no matter where you are. And you have doesn't to get- work. Well, it doesn't matter whether it doesn't work or not. You're sending a signal to the public. You're sending a signal to the public that Officer O'Dowd is unvaxxed. Oh, so okay, it's so like a if, so it's like a um, a yellow star, something like that. You knew I was going. So there, the public you? doesn't want to go near Officer O'Dowd because Officer O'Dowd's unvaxxed. The public knows, and then I would have Wrong. the essential workers have to pay for their own COVID tests. I would I would do that. You'd have to be tested a couple of times a week just to make sure you're not a carrier. But anyway, I think that would be a compromise that some would do um, rather than the dig in. I'm, I'm going to leave my job, which is going to hurt every all eight and a half million people who live in New York City. OK, so let me just let me just wrap this segment up with with this. We strongly encourage all participants to be vaccinated before coming uh, for the health and safety of all, but we not we will not make it mandatory since some participants have medical or other issues that preclude them from vaccinations. This is the statement from COP 21 in Glasgow. There are 20,000 politicians and their staffs all in Glasgow and they're not mandating a vaccine for any of them. Why should they get a special opening and the average person not? That's an excellent question. I think you should fly to Scotland and wear a kilt when you're there and go in and ask that question. 
I would gladly can wear a kilt. Can you do a, a burr? Can you do a Scottish burr? Can you do that? Uh, no, I can't. No, I can't. But I have a, you can't? No, but I have a Scotsman who uh, was in the Royal Marines, and he'll go so over you there. You take him as an interpreter, because you can't, you can't understand those people. No, I know. <laughs> it's true. By the way. It is true. I met yeah, his... I, I, um, all I, I want is an omelet. I know. He, he brought his father over, who speaks like the yeah. old dialect. I swear yeah. to God, you have no. He's speaking English. You have absolutely no idea, no idea what he, he could be saying to you. Help me, help me! I'm on fire, and you're like, "What? I don't." You, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't all know. I do when I when I'm in Scotland. All I do is uh, I just dance. I just do a little. You know, the bagpipes come in, and they're I. They're not letting you in down. Scotland. You're an Irishman. Oh, they, they let me there. Are you kidding me? They, You're Ireland. It's right across the Irish Sea. I know. They'll believe me. They know it. All right, Bill O'Reilly coming up in uh, just a second. So. Dr. Wakambo, he's a longtime listener and a fan of the program. He recently wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I've been helping my patients get their life back for many years now. And believe me, it's it's complicated. First, you have to bury them in an old cemetery. Then there's the eye of Newt and the tongue of toad crap that you got to collect. Then you got to dance all night like you have ants in your loincloth for about half the night. Anyway, that's how you make zombies. But all that dancing has given me a real pain in the knees over the years. And Glenn, I've been listening to you, and I know that that's all inflammation. I decided to try it. My pain has been gone now after two weeks of trying Relief Factor. Guess you could say I got my life back. <laughs> Dr. Wakambo, thank you so much for writing in. I appreciate it. Uh, Halloween isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors. Real doctors. About 70% of the people who try go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right. Bill O'Reilly. Yes, sir. So are you uh, are you optimistic about what you're seeing from the American people who are starting to stand up? I'm writing a column. It'll be out Sunday noon on BillOReilly.com called The Woke Versus The Awakened. And in the column, I do say that I believe, based upon anecdotal evidence, that's my life, because I know thousands of people, a lot of liberal people, too, and I check in with them, um, that it's over for the progressives. It's, it's, they're going to slide big time. Next year, they're going to get wiped out in the midterm elections, and the culture's turning on them because they're so nasty, nasty, particularly women. They're, trying to, they're waking up saying, you know, I got little uh, Shelly here, and she can't dress up like anything because the woke people have got a big list of Halloween costumes that Shelly can't wear. Mm. Enough. And I think that's what's going to happen. So let me ask you this, and this may require a longer answer. Um, I was talking to a friend yesterday. He's a, uh, I wouldn't say he's a liberal. He's become a libertarian Due to my friendship, I believe. Um, but, uh, you know, he was he was a pretty diehard Democrat. 
And he only voted for Joe Biden because Donald Trump drove him out of his mind Uh, and he just couldn't get past it. He said he would never have voted for Joe Biden if it wasn't Trump. And he said, I want to vote for Ron DeSantis. Now, this is a guy who is in Hollywood. He's a former liberal. And he said, I'd vote for Ron DeSantis, he said, but I'm afraid that Donald Trump's going to run again. And he said, if 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 Ron DeSantis would run, he said it would be a landslide that would end the Republic or the Democratic Party as we know it for probably 20 years to the future. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know how DeSantis uh, will be on the campaign trail, how right. effective he'll be. I don't know. I like the way he's run Florida. Yep. I think he's done an excellent job down there. I know a lot of people live there. I go to Florida often. Um, but one of the reasons I uh, put together the Trump history tour mm-hmm. was that I wanted to get the emotion out of Trump, which I think is impossible. Because your friend is absolutely right. Out of the 80 million who voted for Biden, about 79 million nine hundred. Um, voted for against Trump. Yes. I think it was like 100,000 who said, oh, yeah, I like Trump. Um, that was it. Yeah. All right? right? It was an anti-Trump vote. So how do we change that? And is Donald Trump aware of that? More with Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second this Halloween weekend. It's Friday. is the Glenn Beck program. The creature came out of the swamp as it dragged itself across the ground, its long, slimy tentacles reaching out in all directions, greedily grabbing at anything and everything they could find. What does it want? What does it want? What it has always wanted since its dark creation on Jekyll Island. Steal wealth. Yes, anything and everything that they could take, it would take. Manipulate the market so they could artificially inflate. Yes! Centralize banking so the power and the wealth funnels upward. Yes! Rob honest, hard-working people in every possible way. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. So this actually isn't one of those silly spooky commercials. This is, I'm describing the Federal Reserve and the Tuttle Twins book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. We'll describe it even better to your kids and grandkids. Do them, do them and yourself and our country a favor. Get all of the Tuttle Twins books right now. 35% off all of their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You want to learn about the Fed and teach your kids? TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code being Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. More with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Next. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Bill, I want to get your take on the Biden administration now weighing, now this is a court settlement, $450,000 a person compensation to migrant families that were separated by Trump. Now, you'll notice they didn't they didn't have that lawsuit when they were separated by Barack Obama or they're being separated now by uh, Joe Biden. This is for the lawsuits that were brought up against 
Trump's administration. He wants to settle the case at four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person, which means the families could get a million uh, each. Uh, my daughter was separated from me. So you each get a million dollars. This would make them th- th- they would get more money from the federal government than the 9-11 victim families did. Uh, I don't think that, and I know they're saying, well, it might cost more if it goes to court. You fight this thing all the way to the Supreme Court. How dare Americans have to pay for people who tried to break into our house? They come here. They're separated. I didn't send their kids across the border. What the hell are you talking about? I now have to pay you half a million dollars? Go to hell or back to your country. Okay, so this shows the utter contempt that Joe Biden has for the taxpayer. Yeah. So I work hard, Beck work hard, Stu not so hard. But we pay our taxes to a government in order for the government to protect us, to help people in need, and to provide a security across the board that the country operates effectively. That's why we pay taxes. That is the bargain. That is the um, deal between elected officials and the people. Okay, so Biden, he throws that all out the window because he has contempt for the people. And this is an interesting thing that very few people have raised. So he looks like such a nice guy out there. Okay, and here's the deal. I mean, I'm a guy. I'm Joe. I had a regular guy. Joe Biden, and I've now analyzed him very intensely for 10 months. He despises me, you, if you don't agree with him. Yes, they all do. And he... And well, but for him, it's more personal than even Barack Obama. And for him, Obama was very personal. So Biden is basically caving into the ACLU, who launched a bunch of political uh, lawsuits against uh, the Trump administration for this. Now, this would not even be close in a court of law. The ACLU would lose on every turn. Why? Because the federal government had no idea who these people were. Uh So they were marching across the border. Many of them had no identification. They said, okay, well, little Jose is my son. Well, that's what the cartels tell people to say. But the U.S. government, the Border Patrol, they don't know if Jose is this guy's son. They don't know. So they had to segregate the adult to find out who the deuce that person Mm -hmm. was and little jose went into the child area so this was because cartels were telling people you can get into the united states if you tell the u.s authorities that these children are your children or whatever even if they're not and in many many cases thousands of cases they weren't They were being brought in by total strangers sometimes. That was the con. That was what the cartels were doing. Here's the strategy. That strategy has changed now to asylum. Now you march up. I need asylum. Uh, Five guys on my block are trying to kill me. So thank you. Send me somewhere in the USA and I'll live here forever. Okay. So when you understand how the families were divided, 
that they were divided so that the U.S. government could find out who they actually were, then the lawsuit falls apart. Biden doesn't care about any of that. Okay, he just wants to take tax money, tax dollars, and the government got a record amount this fiscal year of tax dollars. Never gotten more, even in in the pandemic, never gotten more. And he'll just give the people money so that the progressives will say, Joe Biden's the greatest. Look at Joe Biden. He's is there ever a time that anyone says we might be overplaying our hand? I'm telling you. If they On the give, left, you mean? if they give these families oh, half a million dollars, be tremendous. It is the, the uh, I I mean I saw that yesterday and I almost I almost had hysterical blindness. I mean I, well, I almost went blind to block that. There will be lawsuits on the on the right launched to block it. Okay, there so damn well better be. be. Yeah, there will be, um, but it. It is, you ask in the beginning of our very astute conversation when I came on the Glenn Beck program in the first two or three minutes, do you ask, is the culture changing? Is this changing? Is the backlash against the woke, the progressives, is that coming? And this will just be another part of that. Mm-hmm. So what, who, what kind of a sane American who works very hard and loses 35, 40% of his or her income in taxes is going to support this who's going to support this people who don't pay taxes yep that's who will support it but no hard-working person could possibly support this kind of insanity and as you rightly pointed out obama separated far more families oh, yeah. than trump oh, yeah. did yeah okay and obama deported a record amount arrested and deported a record amount of undocumented people in 2011. Okay, I want to give you a couple of seconds to uh, promote your uh, event with Donald Trump or whatever it is that you want to promote uh, today. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Jeez, man, for the love of Pete. But I have to ask you, what do you think is going to happen next week uh, when I ask you about Virginia, what do you think? You, what do you think the news is going to be? I'm staying in my. I predicted in July that Yunkin would win, and McAuliffe would lose. Now, Fox News is not a good polling outfit, hmm. but they got Yunkin up by eight. That's the last poll that came out yesterday. Why do you say they're not a but good again, polling? I mean, they've been pretty accurate. Um, no, they have not. They have been wrong pretty much. You go back and look at. 2020 election, presidential election, they, they weren't even close. All right. Fox, Fox polling was not even close. Okay. Um, so they're not a good polling outfit. They don't have a good uh, mytholo- uh, methodology. However, an eight-point spread, something's going on. So I am going to predict uh, that McAuliffe will lose on Tuesday. I'm standing by my. How prediction. big of an upset is that? How? What does uh, that huge. do? Yeah. What? But what that does embarrasses that embarrasses Biden again? And the only thing that could make McAuliffe win is if Trump, <laughs> if Trump's doing a virtual something for Youngkin. Youngkin's sitting there going, "Don't, don't help me." Don't help me, because Trump mobilizes Democrats who might hate McAuliffe, might yeah. stay home. Yeah. As soon as they hear the word the name Trump, Trump, they go out and vote. So I don't know. You know, I know Donald Trump a long time. We've had a lot of conversations about perhaps maybe he modifies his style, and that is segueing.
why this Trump O'Reilly history tour has taken on far more importance than it did when I developed it. Because now he's going to run again. He's going to do it. And that's going to cause massive chaos within the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, if he gets on the record in these four shows, Lauderdale on the 11th of December, Orlando the 12th, Houston the next week, the 19th, and Dallas the 20th, Okay. No, the 18th for Houston and the 19th for Dallas. Doing this off the top of my head. Um, if he gets on the record, what he accomplished, because nobody knows what he accomplished or how he did it, because it was never reported. Now, this takes on, because this will all be shot. We're going to tape the whole thing. And it'll be available to BillOReilly.com premium members. They'll be able to see some of it, not all of it, because we want you to come to the show. Um, and then Trump himself will have these tapes. That was part of our contract. And if he runs on his record and stops the madness, he will persuade some people who understand how bad the Democratic Party is right now in this country. They're awful, awful. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next week. What are you going as Halloween now? Who are you dressing up? The scariest figure I know, Bill O'Reilly. I knew it. Yeah. I'm going as Ander- yeah. I'm going as Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I am. Okay, good. Now that's a hard that's a hard outfit for me though. Yeah, because I'm like a towering big guy. Yeah, and Anderson yeah. kind of a little guy. Just throw a black t-shirt on. Just throw a black t-shirt. Yes, on. very good. Ben. Just be like very a floating good. head out there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. All right, have fun. Thanks for you having bet. me. It's dead dead i tell you yes yes once again it was alive but that was before the madness began that was before the fire came along and scorched it into small little pieces oh i know what you're thinking yes i i see the evil that's running through your mind right now you you think that i killed it don't you what harmless little me i i'd never heard a fly much less commit the savage act of villainy i'm describing to you and tell me this of what good is it to you now that it's dead it has no value whatsoever oh sure your dog may eat it but he won't eat it happily oh i tell you he he won't eat it healthily because it's dead Tired of feeling uh, and feeding your dog uh, kibble food that doesn't give him the vitamins and minerals and probiotics because it's dead? Time to do what all cool dog owners are doing. I mean, hey, you do you, boo, but I'm feeding my dog rough greens. It's not a food. It's just really a healthy supplement. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Should point out, Glenn, a couple uh, interesting uh, things mm-hmm. on the website today. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, it's Halloween weekend. We have oh, the Edgar yeah. Allan Poe. Uh, your essays are all up posted there. A lot of people like to play these 
in like you know on their you know mobile devices or like you know uh, bluetooth speakers around the door as trick-or-treaters come in this has been a big thing over the years oh really yeah yeah hmm. it's just kind of a cool it's it's all yeah. fully produced in spooky stories from edgar Allan poe read yeah. by glenn and it's all available for free at glennbeck.com yeah you uh you don't want to miss it we're not going to do it on the air this year we've done it for like 20 years um but uh uh you you can get your edgar Allan poe now online uh and it is I mean, it's fun. It's a tradition in my family to uh, read it. Mary is really the only one in my family that likes it. Everybody else is like, oh, Dad. But <laughs> we sit down and turn off all the lights, and I read Edgar Allan Poe to them. You have a new uh, podcast out this weekend as well. Yeah, uh, really, really good, one. good one. Really good one. John Andrasik from Five for Fighting. Um, he talks about, yeah, I mean, you, you know his music. You may not know his name, but you know his music. We talk about... Um, his uh his anger that he had uh over and still has over afghanistan his new song blood on blood on my hands how it's being um just squashed by the music industry and and uh algorithms uh it's you know it's at the same time as let's go brandon and we talk about is there a movement of artists that are that's a foot and uh, you don't want to miss this a really great great episode uh unlike any other episode we've ever done it's available now for blaze subscribers at blaze tv.com or you can uh, wait for it wherever you get your podcast and it'll come out tomorrow uh so i'm looking the request for a religious exemption to the covid19 vaccination requirement now Stu. Yes, you can just get I mean, Bill O'Reilly was saying, you know, I think people should pay for the you know, they should get it or or pay for the testing themselves twice a week. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but uh, the government can pay for the testing and it's non-invasive. You don't have to stick the thing up your nose. Yeah, anymore. That the early covid test, everyone has that image of like sticking a Q-tip up into your brain to get the test. Yeah, you don't have right. to do that anymore. It's actually a very easy process. And cheap. Now yeah relatively cheap yeah you know the fda is in the way of making it a lot cheaper in in europe you can get these tests like you know for pennies uh, here they're still a little pricey and hard to get because they're trying <laughs> there's some some ridiculous thing they're doing with calling it a medical device and they've categorized Ugh. it this way that it, you know more layers of bureaucracy uh to to actually get people these tests cheaply there are a lot of people fighting for that to change and hopefully it does. Yeah, I mean, if they're cheap and they're efficient and they're uh, non-invasive, yeah. you know, that that is the answer for a lot of people who say, I don't I'm not going to get the vaccine. Great. Give yeah. me the test once a week. Don't sham, uh, jam a stick up my nose. Uh, yeah. And uh, and I'll do that once a week. That's that. That's not a problem. And people don't like the, the idea of having separate rules. I think that's the bigger. You know, that's the thing where people still push back. It's not everyone understands if they just did a testing mandate. People would be, I think, more amenable to it. I mean, for example, Joe Rogan has one at a studio, right? You yeah. want to go get interviewed by Joe Rogan, a guy who's not known for loving vaccines. And, you know, he was taking horse dewormer, as we learned from CNN. But every single guest that goes there gets tested. And I think they do antibody tests on them as well. Um, so it's just, you know, like there's nothing, there's no one arguing. We want to be able to spread COVID wherever we go. It's just a matter of forcing people into medical treatments they may or may not want. Uh, so the yeah. test thing is, is actually built into that rule. 
that Biden is trying to the mandate that Biden is trying to uh, push through. I still think that one is going to wind up being unconstitutional. The military is a totally different story. I mean, that one goes back to you know, well, George Washington. Let me tell you, in the meantime, uh, the workforce between the cops, the firefighters, the TSA, look out, man. It is going to be yeah. a dicey holiday season. I mean, who's going to who's going to go to the Walmart or to the Best Buy on Black Friday to break up all the stabbings over a TV? <laughs> I mean, hello, not the right time. Do you're it assuming, after Black Friday. You're assuming TVs will be on the shelves. Yeah, that's yes. a whole other. Well, that one, that one TV will be there. This is the Glenn Beck Program.